Hope you're well, hope you had a wonderful, successful week. In this week's parasha, one of them, parashas Kedoshim, we find the mitzvah of the Ahavta L'Reicha Kamecha, as Rabbi Kiva tells us, Zeklal Galda Batera. Rabbi Shimshim Pinkis in many places tells us that one of the hardest avoidus in Yiddishkeit is finding a fresh, invigorating new perspective, a new feeling, a new tam, a new excitement in all aspects and facets of Yiddishkeit, such as Yom Toivim, the parashiyas, mitzvahs, the lessons we learn from them. Sometimes we can begin to feel that Yiddishkeit and the Jewish calendar is sort of like a merry-go-round. We go on, we wait for it to spin, we get off at the respective times, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, then it's Hanukkah, etc., etc. And we get off, we explore what's going on, we hear new inspiration, we hear the new hak, the new, sometimes it's a fad, a new thing that people are into. But generally we hear the same stuff and it gets stale, it gets, loses its time, its freshness. And especially with a mitzvah of Haftalech HaKamarecha, this is literally a mitzvah which we've all heard of since we were in playgroup. We hear the moras and the young rabbeim teaching it to the kids, singing the song of Haftalech HaKamarecha, Zekagadah Batera. There's endless songs about it. It's quote-unquote old, but I'm hoping, as I'm sure Rabbi Shimshim Pikis would be proud of me, to try to explore, try to discover some new perspectives, some fresh insights into this mitzvah of the Havdalecha Kamecha and see how it pertains to our lives, to other mitzvahs. Regarding this mitzvah, the Indian of the Havdalecha Kamecha, I saw an incredible, amazing story. It's almost supernatural and maybe hard to connect to. But nonetheless, it happened pretty recent with a Gadol that we all have heard of. And the story goes as follows with none other than Rabbi Arya Levine, who was known as the Rabbi of the Prisoners. Rabbi Arya Levine was the Tzaddik of Yerushalayim. He was Rev Eliashev's, Zechus Tzaddik Levracha's father-in-law. And... The story goes as follows. Rev. Aryeh was, was always busy with all types of Yidin, different problems, different dilemmas, different challenges. And one particular mitzvah, which he dealt with on a frequent basis, was the mitzvah of Pidin Shvuim, of people that were incarcerated and he would help them and he would do whatever he can to deal with the higher-ups, the authorities, to help them and to get them out of prison. And once there was a member of Naturi Karta who got himself into deep trouble. And even though Rav Aryeh didn't see eye to eye hashkafically with this Yid, nevertheless, he took it upon himself to do whatever he can to get this Yid out of the terrible situation he was in. And after days and days of spending all this time invested in getting this Yid out of prison, finally, finally, he was successful and Rav Arya and a Talmud of his had to go down to the prison and sign some documents, some papers to secure his release. And when he finally walked free, the man covered his eyes and refused to look at Rav Arya. And he said, it's forbidden to look at a Russia in reference to Rav Arya. And at that time, a time where Rav Arya was so brazenly disrespected and degraded, and his Talmud, Rav Yitzchak Zilberstein, asked him, Rebbe, does the Chiv of the Haftalecha Kamecha indeed extend so far? 
To which Rav Arya responded, and he said, but he's a Yid, and we have no idea the power and the greatness that lies within every Jew. We see from this story, this is exemplary, this is way beyond the capacity of anyone human, of anyone living in our day, at least that I know of, at least for sure for myself. But the question is, had Rav Arya reached such a level? What is it that he saw? What were, what were the Svarim he was learning? What was the Mosasefer that he learned that was able to bring him to such a level? And obviously the answer is, I have no idea. I just read this story in the Mishpacha magazine this past Pesach. But it made a tremendous impression on me. And I think perhaps we can offer the following insights into the mitzvah of Haftalecha Kamaycha, which is an insight into all mitzvahs, and perhaps you could understand how Rav Arye Levine, the tzaddik of Yushlaim, how he reached this level. Regarding the mitzvah of the Haftalecha Kamaycha, the Sasamas asks, what's its connection, what's its shaykhis to the introductory mitzvah, the introductory commandment of the parsha of Kedoshim Tiyu, of being holy, of being sanctified like Hashem, like Hashem is holy, you should be holy. What does Haftalecha Kamaycha have anything to do with that? So the Sasamis answers that we see from here, we see from the fact that the Torah juxtaposes the two, that the Torah puts them in the same parsha. it must be that the Yisoyed, that the crux, that the core element Yisoyed of Kedoshim to you, of being holy, is with our interpersonal relationships, is with the way we firzach, the way we act, the way we are noyig with other people. And as we know, Klai Yisoyed, we are judged, we are looked at Hashem Danzas on Rosh Hashanah, Kivnei Marim. And when we're part of a tzibur, when we're part of a klal, it's so important. That's the way to be a Kaddish. That's the way to rise and elevate and reach the highest levels of sanctity of Kedusha Vitaira. This is how the Svas Emes answers why the mitzvah of Haftalecha Kamecha is in the parasha of Kedushim to tell us this idea. Kedusha is found when a person applies himself, attaches himself to the klal, and becomes one of the tzibur. And obviously not just being a part of, but when one is nice, when one is a giver, when one is kind, when one is a vatran, an overlooker, when one's not makbid, that is the way to reach the level of Kaddish. But taking this idea a step further, the Mechaber of the Sefer, Sukas David, or David Kviet, an Altamir, he writes, and he takes this idea even further, at the end of the Pasuk of Ahavtalecha Kamecha, the Pasuk concludes, Ani Hashem Lekecha. Fractive David Akasha, I don't understand. This is the one time, this is the one time commandment in the Torah of Ahavtalecha Kamecha. It's a commandment to man that he should be nice to his friend. That Reuven should be nice to Shimon. That Leah should be nice to Rachel. So, why does the Pasuk conclude, Ani Hashem Lekecha? What Shaykh is? Where does Ani Hashem Lekecha come into me being nice to my friend? to me being mevater on my friend, to me being kind, to me being moichel, my friend. Ani Shem that seemingly has no place in this parsha. Man and his friend, let's leave Hashem out just for this pasuk, and let's just talk about v'haft lecha komeicha, and you shall love your friend, and that's it. Where does Ani Shem come in? Zokter David, says David, kviet, v'sukas David, the following insight, which is not how you would think. You're probably thinking, oh, to always remember that I am Hashem and you have to do Vahaftalecha Kamaycha and that's the way to get there. No. He says a different insight, a different insight. 
I don't think you ever would have thought. I definitely didn't, which is as follows. Ani Hashem Nekecha. Hashem concludes, I am Hashem your God, in the Pasuk of the Hafalecha Kamecha to tell you as follows. Don't forget that there's a Tzalem and Lekim in each and every one of you. In each and every Yid lies a Chilek Alekamimal. And therefore, when you think it's impossible, when you think that there's a barrier that you can't move, that your friend wronged you so badly, he ba'avled you, he put you down, he disparaged you in public, he said Lashon Hara, whatever it is that he did, he hurt you physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever it is, and we think we can't be Michael and we think it's impossible. Says Rabbi David, don't forget, Hashem is telling us, I Hashem am your God, and I am in you, and you have the Kayach. You can access that Kayach to overcome even what you think is impossible. Because just like Hashem is the Kayachal, He's the Adon Kal, there's nothing in His way, so to you, even in the most impossible situation, the darkest, the most difficult, the most agonizing, the most terrible situation, if Hashem can do it, we have to access, we have to reach deep, deep, deep down and access that and with that, that's at least the starting point to get on this journey of overcoming any situation which we think is impossible. So like I said, I don't know, I didn't ask Rebarie and I doubt it's available online to find out which Swarm he did learn. But this definitely is a tremendous insight, a new insight into the mitzvah of the Haftalecha Kamecha, Ani Hashem Lekecha, that the connection and juxtaposition between these two words are telling us that just like Hashem can do the impossible, we can too. And when we hear this story about Rabari Levine, that even after he saved this Yid, and right after that he was literally spit in the face, he was shot in the leg by this guy, he called him a Russia. He didn't budge. All he said was, you don't know the greatness that lies in every yid. He didn't look at it as a personal offense. He didn't look at it as the guy's babbling him. He looked at him as a chess piece, as a mailman. He was doing Hashem Shlichus. But it had nothing to do. He didn't get his dignity. He didn't get his cover. He didn't get his pride involved. This is an amazing level. It's an incredible level to strive for. And during this time of Svira, Mitzvah Shem, we should tap into this and realize that there is a chilek elekamimal in all of us. And when we strengthen this area and apply it to all aspects of Yiddishkeit, may we be zayche to Mitzvah Shem, reach the greatest and deepest levels of Kedusha V'tayra that lies within each and every one of us. And with that, we will be proper vessels being ready for just a couple of weeks away from now, for the Kabbalah Satayra, the renewal contract between us and the Banish Shlaylam, us as being the Amanivcher. I thank you so much for listening. I wish you a wonderful Shabbos.